Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 614 Why You Might Want to Think Twice About 529 College Savings by Michael Smith with FinancialFinesse.com. And I'm Dan, your host and narrator of some of the best blogs on personal finance. And we'd like to hear from you about uh, topic requests and anything else that's on your mind. Come share your ideas with us. You can do that at oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com. And I have a brand new author and website for this show today. His name is Michael Smith. And Michael is a resident financial planner at Financial Finesse with over 15 years experience in financial planning and service. And the sole focus of the site is providing education, guidance, and coaching that empowers employees to take control of their financial situations. So make sure to check them out. They have a ton of articles, plus programs, and more. That is financialfinesse.com. But for now, let's get to today's post as we start optimizing your life. Why You Might Want to Think Twice About 529 College Savings by Michael Smith with FinancialFinesse.com. As a financial planner, I meet with people far too often who have a child who is just entering their sophomore year of high school and they have yet to start planning for college expenses. I don't often recommend waiting until there are only two years before the funds are needed to pay for what may be a gigantic expense. The best recommendation I have for people who want to save for college is to start as early as possible. However, I'm not sure that the most popular way to save for college which is the Section 529 College Savings Plan, is the best way. Everything I read and what we often teach as planners is to start a 529 plan as soon as a child is born, make ongoing contributions, and have family members add to them at birthdays and holidays. In spite of that, I'm personally not a huge fan of the 529 and don't think the conventional wisdom surrounding 529s is all that wise. What I don't like about 529 plans... Lack of flexibility. If your kid decides not to seek higher education after high school, getting the money that is inside the plan out for other uses has a cost. All of the growth of the funds becomes taxable along with a 10% penalty. If alternatively, the assets were held in a brokerage account, capital gains would usually be taxed at a lower rate. Converting capital gains into ordinary income for the purposes of taxation is usually a horrible idea and it's even worse when a penalty is attached. One of my favorite ways to see college funded is with the use of low-cost index funds in the name of a parent. The upside is that it is truly an asset of the parent and is treated as such in the FAFSA formula. And if the child opts for a path other than college, bonus, you have an extra pot of money to fund retirement, pay down debt, or check a few items off the bucket list. Fees. Fees in many 529 plans are higher than you might be able to find with a low-cost index fund. While we've all heard past performance is not an indication of future results a million times, we hear less about what has a higher correlation with future performance, low fees. If a 529 plan is a part of your college funding plan, 
do a quick fee analysis to make sure that you are not paying multiple layers of fees that drag down your performance. The savingforcollege.com website has information on any 529 I've ever tried to review and is a great resource to help evaluate your alternatives. Other ways to plan, save, and pay for college. Choosing a lower-cost school. Without question, the single biggest factor to consider regarding the funding of your child's education is school selection. I've talked to too many parents who don't want to tell their children no when it comes to their dream school, even if it creates a financial nightmare for the family. I've also talked to a lot of recent grads suffering under the weight of crushing student loan debt who wish that someone in their life had questioned why their dream school made sense. There is some merit to kids doing two years at a community college or a low-priced university before transferring to their number one choice of school for the final two years. School choice is by far the best way to manage education costs, so make sure you are having those difficult but needed conversations with children about the economics of college. Does it make sense to pay $250,000 for a degree that results in a $35,000 starting salary? Home equity line of credit. Another way I've seen people fund college costs is with a home equity line of credit. It usually beats the interest rate on Parents PLUS loans and private student loan interest rates. It provides a lot of flexibility given that you can pull money from it at any time and pay interest only while the loan is in force. After the last graduation, when flexibility isn't needed, it can be converted to a fixed rate, fixed term loan, or the payments can get accelerated. And while the interest is no longer tax deductible for this type of credit, it still might make sense. For homeowners with significant equity, this is a fabulous option, and those who have smaller children can put themselves in position to use this pool of funds later in life by paying additional principal with each mortgage payment and trying to drive the principal balance as close to zero as possible prior to needing to write a tuition check. But just remember that your home is on the line if you can't make the payments. With as many options as there are for ways to fund college expenses, if your game plan involves a 529 plan, perhaps it's time to rethink your assumptions and strategy. What pools of money could you use instead of a 529? How can you reduce the overall need for funds? What happens if a child opts to not pursue college? There are a lot of variables in this equation, and talking with a financial professional who has your interests first and a product sale last on the priority list could be a way to build the right plan for you and your children. You just listened to the post titled, Why You Might Want to Think Twice About 529 College Savings by Michael Smith with FinancialFinesse.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment, Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. 
Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And before we go, come follow us on Instagram to be in bonus book raffles, to see pictures of us, get inspiring quotes from authors we narrate, and much more. You can find us at Old Podcast. That'll do it for today and another installment of Optimal Finance Daily. Hope you are having and continue to have a happy Thursday. And thanks for being here each and every day. I'll see you right back here tomorrow in the Friday show where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.